Welcome to The Nest Podcast, a place where we have down-to-earth, uplifting conversations about women's health, healing, our inherent feminine wisdom, and the magic that happens when we decide to be the hero of our life and not the victim of it. Here we'll explore a wide range of topics from holistic nutrition, metabolic health and balancing your hormones, to mind-body medicine and how intuition, spirituality and consciousness are revolutionizing health and healing. In this episode, I'm joined by my friends, Lindsay and Laura Menson, founders of Kin, a holistic lifestyle company that provides a unique and knowledgeable perspective on living well through movement, nutrition, and discovery. Listen in as Laura and Lindsay share their personal paths of getting to know their nature that's led them on a journey of self-discovery, authenticity, and embodiment, and how they've been led to help others do the same. So sit back, open your heart and mind, and get ready for a dose of inspiration to motivate you on your healing journey. Let's dive in. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hey, Mariska. Hi. Hi, Lori. Thank you so much for joining me for this discussion. I'm for this episode. um, I'm so excited to have you both here. I love you. We're excited to be here. (laughs) I love you both. And I love what you do. And I love what you put out into the world. And so to have you here to discuss that and a little bit more about your story and everything. Yeah, is a treat. Let's dive in. Start off. Could you please share? (laughs) We've already heard your bios, but I'd love to Mm -hmm. have you share a little bit with the listeners about your story and what you do. Yeah, sure. So you want to start? Sure. (laughs) Our story. Maybe the Coles notes version. (laughs) Yeah, just whatever you want to share. Okay, well, I think um, maybe the best way is just to start with where we're at now. And then we'll go back. We'll go backwards. Uh, We live in the Turks and Caicos. And we have our kin movement studio here. We practice yoga and movement classes out of We offer uh, wellness experiences here on the island, so retreats, private retreats and private yoga experiences, and we have an online uh, holistic lifestyle company. So that is our Kin On Demand platform. Now, yeah, our wellness journey started a very long time ago when we were little. Just to clarify to those who are listening, your sisters. Yeah, I was just going to say, for those who don't know. (laughs) Yes, we are. We are sisters. Yes, sisters. We've been in business together for a long time. We've had, we've been dreaming together for, I don't know, 20 years or so. (laughs) And uh, planning and scheming and slowly but surely, we keep getting closer and closer to our our jam what we wanted to do yes lots of refining along the way (laughs) as it goes right yeah absolutely yeah so our our health journey really started with our with our dad when we had weekends or summers with our dad he kind of jumped into the wellness sphere in the early 90s and he brought yoga to us Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. uh, when we were kids so we practiced that quite regularly and um and then later on, the Hippocrates Health Education Program or Hippocrates Institute was a place that he introduced us to. And Laura and I went and stayed there for three months and did the educator program. And that really turned our lives, like changed our lives and our perspective on so much, opened our eyes to the world of alternative healing and 
But like um, the hardcore world of alternative healing. I was going to say, that's not like a light introduction. No, no. <laughs> it was like, like baptism by fire. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We were like, uh, Laura was 18 and I was just turned 21. And we wow. were by far the youngest attendees there. Is it, it's in New York, right? No, it's, in, in yeah. West Palm Beach in Florida. Oh, West Palm Beach. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we actually drove down mm-hmm. from Canada and Laura's little... Aveo? What yeah, did you have? My little Chevy Aveo. <laughs> little road trip down to Florida. And um, we lived in Fort Lauderdale for three months mm-hmm. and commuted to West Palm every day. And yeah, we kind of dove into everything from coffee and wheatgrass enemas to, you know, daily wheatgrass shots and fasting and infrared uh, green juices daily. How to grow sprouts and cycle. Yeah, all the like wellness university. <laughs> yeah, but that was like the food was always the the star of the show or the like the main component there, obviously. But yeah, like Laura was just about to say, they then also had psychotherapists and like a qigong instructor and a yoga instructor and Pilates. It's a healing was, institute, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And we were witness to some incredible transformations. You know. For us, we had already, we had like pre-started the raw food and vegan diet before we were there. Mm. So yes, we detoxified, but we had different experiences than I think a lot of the other folks that came in that were pretty unwell. Um, Mm. So we got to witness it all, witness their transformations, like 80 year olds, you know, like coming to life. And there was a, an older lady who came in on a wheelchair and she left and graduated the program like dancing out of the room oh my god we watched one um lady basically regrow her liver she was she was so sick i mean she was like gray in color and could barely pull herself off of the floor and yeah we kind of watched her fully transform and heal it was incredible so that that experience obviously changed the trajectory of your lives in many ways Maybe not, you know, I mean, obviously your dad had introduced you to a lot of these things, but you were so fully immersed at that point. It was like, you know, it was magical and watching these transformative experiences, like these healings, Mm -hmm. how did that, like, what did that, like, how did that impact you? How did that shape like where you headed next? Cause I've known you for the last like four or five years. And, you know, we'll talk about what you're doing now in just a minute, but like, there's like this whole journey between then and now and how you got here and this like refinement. Well, I think for me anyway, Mm -hmm. um, the healing power of food is something Mm -hmm. that I trust because of that experience. And you can see, you know, how impactful, you know, food is (laughs) when taken uh, therapeutically or how it can be used therapeutically. I also food is medicine. Yeah, food is medicine. Also, one of the big lessons that we did take away, and it took some time after leaving the program and being out in the world and like Mm -hmm. back to reality to realize, you know, in the program, it's sort of like Christian, like this is the one way Mm -hmm. (laughs) to healing. And out of the program, you realize that there's a lot more to healing than just not just the raw food diet. 
it might can I ask you a clarifying question sorry it's not that it's Christian but you mean there was an ideology sorry yeah I just mean dog kind of dogmatic in there (laughs) yeah yeah dogmatic dogmatic in their approach like they really believed that it would heal everyone of everything Mm. so I think as we got out into the world we started to realize that it doesn't work for everyone and Mm. it it um didn't always work for us. There are more factors to consider, like, you know, your quality of life, your social experiences, Mm -hmm. your friends, your family, the social aspect of being a human being. You know, you make choices, I guess, as a raw, as a raw vegan, it's harder to be social with your family. And it it Mm -hmm. does have that separation. And, and to the degree that we were, I guess, mm. <laughs> raw vegan, mm-hmm. it was you, really hardcore. You both kind of became convert, converts, like when you, like you kind of graduated, I say graduated, like, you know, whatever from the program and then had this, you know, having witnessed these remarkable transformations and you had drunk the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. got out into the world and you were like, obviously there was some truth and there's like fundamental principles. And like you said, like it works for, for many people, but it's as, you know, as I've come to learn too, it's not one size fits all when it comes to healing. Correct. I think, um, yeah. And I think we were really empowered after our Hippocrates experience because we felt like we were on the cusp of like this really cutting edge, natural medicine, this natural Mm -hmm. way of living. And so it was exciting, like going back home and continuing it and talking to people about it and mm-hmm. doing raw food, catering little gigs and stuff. And like people were just blown away by the food that we were coming up with and, and some of the different tools and skills that we had after our time there. So how did it evolve for you guys from that experience? So like you had gone, it was this like this massive introduction, well, not an introduction, but I would say an immersement mm-hmm. into this field of of wellness specifically like raw vegan and then you left and you took you know all of those principles and you know some of the dogma <laughs> with you but obviously that still has served you and you know again it's it is very healing for a lot of people so how did you carry that forward and how did that evolve how did I your think- soul lead you <laughs> like how did yeah. your voice, like how did your you know i i really believe that there's like you know this divine force that you know, kind of is leading us through our lives. When we listen to our bliss, when we listen to what lights us up, when we follow things that, Mm -hmm. you know, feel joyful or follow our curiosities, I feel like it's, you know, our life's purpose or our soul's purpose is, you know, that's the blueprint. So you both kind of had this, I don't know if I want to call it an awakening, if that resonates with you, but like this epiphany with Hippocrates and it was like, ah, yes, so much of this is aligned with like who I am and what I'm interested in and like what I want to offer the world. And so how did it go from there? Well, at the time I was living in Ottawa, Laura was in Toronto. I was finishing a degree in fine art Mm -hmm. and you I was in spa. I think I was doing my professional spa therapy. Spa therapy. And it led you down a beautiful path. I think I, I ended up working in kitchens after that. I was like, I need to work with food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked in vegetarian kitchens and then um, soon after moved to Turks and Caicos. And then what about you? Yeah, I, I kind of went from doing spa into nutrition in a bigger way. So then I, I continued and somewhere in here, we're doing quite a bit of yoga training as well, but I ended up studying holistic nutrition 
became a nutritionist and I really felt like I kind of had a head start there because I had like this really good uh, foundation around mm -hmm. health, uh, holistic health. So yeah, it's kind of continued to blossom from there. And Hippocrates, interestingly, has continued to show up in our lives, mm. you know, and that, that is a part of our story. But, you know, later down the road, um, when, our, when our mother fell ill, she leaned on Hippocrates, um, just as I would. Like, it's always been the safety net program that I would go mm. back to if I was really unwell. Mm. And yeah, oddly, it ended back, it ended up in our lives again when our mom became sick, because she went and, and did the program there, detoxified and had also a life-changing experience, I think. But even more, what's the word, serendipitous or whatever, was that they came to Coburg, which is the town she lives lived in in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and they came to, like they opened up a center there? No, uh, Brian and Anne Clement came to give a they're talk. The, or... They're the directors of the ah. Hippocrates Health Institute. Yeah. yeah, they ended up in our mother's very small town in Ontario oh my to God, lead a talk. And I was literally with her. This is when she's in her cancer journey. And yeah. um, we were in a health shop loading up for the week. And there was a poster of the directors of Hippocrates coming to speak. So it was such a it was such a sign because she was really, really considering it. And then it was just like everything aligned, aligned. Her to I love synchronicities like that. I love that stuff. So then how did you come, how did you come together? Yeah. You, like so, when did you guys start working together? Yeah. 2008. 2008. I had already been living on Ambergris Key here in Turks and Caicos. So that's like a, a private island on its own here. And they didn't have a spa yet. And Laura at the time was working at a cancer retreat center in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Oh, and really? I called I her and I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to live on the big island of Hawaii for three months. It was amazing. I did my internship there for holistic nutrition. And like towards the end of that trip is when I made plans with Lindsay to come to join her um, back in Turks and come yeah. to the island and mm -hmm. start working together. And so we had made this business plan or dream 10 year plan at Hippocrates when we were there. And then we, we brought it to life in 2008 in a way, in our way mm -hmm. on Ambergris Key, offering retreats there, doing raw food, yoga, what, I don't know what Qigong, else. Qigong, yoga, meditation. Yeah. And um, some therapeutic spa therapies as well. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, we made our, we made a spa. Ocean Rise Spa on Ambergris Key. And I love it. Yeah. On this little tiny <laughs> island. Those of you who don't know Ambergris Key, like how, how would you describe Ambergris <laughs> Key to people just so that they understand how insanely remote this place is? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like, like a little, just a little rock in the ocean, very rugged, raw, amazing island. Like a 20 um, minute flight from Turks, right? Like how long is the flight? 25 minute yeah. small plane. Yeah, 25 yeah. minutes. But these um, like luxury experiences went down there, right? Yeah. And how many people live on Ambergris? Like a couple hundred? No, um, they might have 30 staff there. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and, then, staff, and then the, residents. The residents, no one else, everyone with homes there, it's like their fourth or fifth home. So yeah. 
So it's like luxury and it's remote. And yeah. So for you to have created a spa there, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I lugged all of my, I was trained in using the Aveda product line up in Ontario and I like brought all of the Aveda product down. So I had sort of my own little Aveda spa. um, Right. Right. Yes. Oh my gosh. So then you guys came back to, to Provo, to Providencialis here in Turks and Caicos and you came together and created retreat, correct? A few yeah. things happened in between, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laura ran Exhale Spa for a few years. I opened yeah. a nature center in Amanura and then Little Caicos and then... Yeah, and then we came together. I sort of, um, I left my position um, as the director of Exhale Spa and kind of wanted to do my own thing. And so I went and I did more yoga training, got my 500 hour certification and when I came back I was just like it was like kind of starting from the very beginning I kind of built up a little community of students that would come to my classes I was teaching out of a tiny little room in a gym here and that kind of grew and grew and it grew into me making juices for everybody Mm -hmm. and so I started this little juice business out of my home but it kind of started with like six juice deliveries and climbed very quickly to I think 30 deliveries a day. I was just driving all around the island and then to IGA, our, which is our big supermarket here, back to the house to clean all the jars and make the next juice and maybe teach a yoga class in the evenings. It was, I must have done that for a year. And then the timing just felt really right to like pull the trigger and open up a space together in Provo. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, Lindsay was living on a different island, actually. Mm-hmm. So it was a big decision yeah, because she had to move back to Provo to do this. So, yeah, my yeah. ex-husband and my son and I, and my son spent the first two years of his life on Middle Caicos, which is a very remote, small mm-hmm. place. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah. And so it was Laura's turn to call me and say, you need to come. <laughs> We're going to do so this, this whole now. time, like this whole time since Hippocrates, it was like, you know, following the breadcrumbs, you know, your intuition, your soul, whatever you want to call it, just like following the joy, following the bliss. What was your, you know, what your mm-hmm. curiosities were following your interests. And then it led you back together. Mm-hmm. And I think there's always been a, also there's something between the two of us when Laura said, we need to do this now, I trusted her. I didn't think it was time, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm. yeah. but I trusted that she knew. And I just think that there's been that dynamic between us. Yeah. I love the dynamic. I love the sister dynamic and this relationship of like, you know, you kind of came together, you had this, you know, awakening experience, and then you went off and kind of you're like, yep, this is our plan. We want to do this in the future, but we need to go do all of these other things first. Life has, (laughs) life has a few other things it wants to do. And then it brought you back together and you created retreat, which was like, I remember when I moved here to this Island, um, five years ago now, or even before that, before we moved, when we were coming down, just like on vacation or to check things out, I would always go because it was like one of the few places on the Island where I could get you know, gluten-free and like, you know, the food that I needed as I was healing my body and, uh, instantly fell in love with the two of you. I was like, I want them. I want to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But without being like that creepy girl that was like, Hey, you want to be my friend? (laughs) Just like getting to know you. And, you know, as a member of the community, you know, for those of you, like, 
I'll ask you to expand on this in a second, but you had this amazing cafe that served delicious, healthy food. And then you had the yoga studio beside it. And I just, it was such a, a treasure, you know, for those of us who are here in this community and such a vital part of the wellness community. Yeah. So actually I want to jump from retreat to what you're doing now. Um, because I feel like, and you can expand on this, like retreat really kind of served and retreat being, you know, the cafe and the yoga studio that you came together on after having, you know, been at Ambrigus and these other places, it really served as the foundation for what you're doing now, which is kin. So can you kind of talk a little bit about that and what kin is and, and what your passion, like how you, I think, like you said, there's been this refinement, right? Like you've continued to follow this blueprint that your soul has laid out for you and follow your intuition and lean on leaning on each other's intuition at times. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. But here you yeah. are having created this new and launching this new brand. So yeah, if you wouldn't mind just chatting a little sure. bit. about that. Um, well, the last, uh, what from 2020 to 2021 mm-hmm. or before that 2019 to 2021, it's hard. These, the last few years are kind of blurry. But let's say the last three years, we were met with some challenges in our business and a, a major personal challenge was our mother was diagnosed mm. with cancer and then she passed away in 2020. Mm. And just so, as the whole world is literally going into lockdown and all of that stuff. Is and going then, on. yeah, exactly. and lockdown. And so all of these shifts and pivots, everything that happened in that time frame kind of led us toward kin mm. in like, like, this is what you do next. This is what you do next. The, the cafe wasn't really. How did that come through for you, Lindsay? How did that, like, what was, was that like, you know, that this is what you do next? Was that like your intuition? And I think I can say that in hindsight, but, but in the process, it was like one step at a time. It's like, you know, we're in lockdown and I get a notification that says you can keep offering classes online, use zoom. And Mm -hmm. we're like, Oh, Okay, we can keep offering <laughs> classes. <laughs> yeah, because 2020 caused so many of us to pivot, right? I know. Big time, yeah. yeah. There was a real breaking down, like a real being stripped back to, you know, because we had to let go of all of our staff. We were closing our doors. We were trying to make the hard decision of trying to reopen or just closing and calling it, like throwing the towel in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so there was a real stripping back. And then it what, a, yeah like a feeling of creating again and um kind of redesigning all of the things that we love the things that we had already done in a bit of a different way mm. yeah so there was you know like with 2020 not only was your mom you know really really sick leading up to it you lose your mom the whole world is like shutting down you have to shut down the cafe you have to shut down the yoga studio you can still offer classes online, but you know, that was an adjustment for a lot of people. And so, you know, as your friend, I witnessed both of you kind of be like, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of like, (laughs) and, and I'm sure that was really confusing considering you had opened up the cafe and the yoga studio just a few years prior and it was going so well. And, you know, the community was really loving and responding to it. And then all of a sudden, this life through you, this huge <laughs> curveball. Curveball. Yeah. yeah. 
but so, really yeah, we were in this sort of you know, what the fuck moment here <laughs> in this used to be the cafe space <laughs> right here in this space <laughs> right here right now <laughs> yeah and uh um a friend of ours walked a couple walk in and we gave them a coffee and said we don't know we need your help <laughs> we kind of just yeah we ended up in this long hour or so long organic conversation about business about our business right and yeah and um amy who's our third partner yeah she she said um i can help you guys <laughs> with a big smile and so we sat down to like these really fun cool creative meetings and maybe on the third meeting decided like we need to change the name from retreat mm -hmm. because yeah. what we had come to was that we wanted more freedom in our day in our time in our life to mm -hmm. be close be able to be closer to family to be able to have to you know if we have to leave an emergency we can and we can still continue the business it doesn't have to mm -hmm. end yeah um, like not so anchored to the island here yeah yeah, yeah. and with going online, Retreat is a lovely name for Turks and Caicos. It works really, really mm -hmm. well as a brand here. But as soon as we took it into the global, the global market, yeah. it was kind of watered down. It's yeah. used so much, you know? Yeah. So we came up with a word that described our relationship, the type of community we want to build, the kinship. And, um, and then it just happens to also be this beautiful acronym for Know Your Nature, which is like what we all are trying to do, I think, but yeah. Um, so KYN, yeah. Mm -hmm. So KYN, know your nature. I love yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Before we get into, because I want to ask you to explain like what that means and this notion of like knowing your nature. Before we do though, I want to just kind of circle back because you guys know that I love the work of Joseph Campbell, you know, I love this like idea of the hero's journey and that we're all on a journey. And, you know, there's, for those of you listening who don't know, I'll just give you a really brief synopsis of it, which is, you know, this idea of, it's like a cycle, this like death and rebirth that happens in our life, this opportunity to grow and transform um, and grow and like almost this refinement into who we're meant to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And it starts off with like, you know, the hero's just going about or heroine is just going about living their life. And then something happens, which kind of takes them from the known into the unknown, right. They get thrust on into this like adventure and, and oftentimes we'll resist <laughs> that call to adventure. But mm -hmm. then we, you know, you know, we're on, we find ourselves on this journey and then along come helpers and mentors and, you know, but then also comes the inevitable resistance or the challenges. Um, and then we go into what Joseph Campbell calls the abyss, which is, you know, where we're having to duke it out with our fears, um, with our quote unquote dragons. Mm -hmm. And then as we do, um, and as we have the courage to move through that process uh, of coming up against the things that terrify us the most, then we, we gain liberation, right? And then we become the phoenix that rises from the ashes and we return um, with wisdom, new, like new wisdom, these gifts, the gifts from the abyss, the things that we've learned throughout the journey. And we're empowered, we are this new version of ourselves. And so as you were describing everything, I just kept like <laughs> seeing, seeing this pattern of the hero's journey and this idea of like, you know, like all this stuff had happened and, you know, 
you had your new business partner, Amy, come alongside you as like a helper and a mentor. And then, but then, you know, you, you lost your mom and there were like all of these challenges and and things that you would come up against and fears and 2020 and like all of these challenges. And like, even I remember at times you guys being like, let's just throw in the towel. <laughs> like, do we really want to so do much. this? Oh, we often, so we often had that conversation. <laughs> yeah. And just coming up against like, you know, like all those insecurities and vulnerabilities that so many oh. of us do when we're faced with growth and challenge in our lives. And so I want to ask you before we get into what knowing your nature is, because I really feel like that has come out of like, that's almost like the gift from the abyss. That's like the wisdom, what you're bringing forth and putting into the world now is the wisdom that you've gained from this journey in many, many ways. And not just this journey, but the other, you know, journeys that you've been on in your life, in your lives. But what was it that you leaned into? What was it that, you know, what was the vision? What was the inspiration? What was, what was it that you, that kept you like, kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel, that North star that guided you through? Mm. No, the creative process and the the creating of this. Um, I don't know. I think while we thrive, when we're whenever we're in a creation process, yeah. so the whole the beginning of kin just lit us up from the inside again. Like it just lit the fire underneath us again. Yeah, um, it was joy. Yes, yeah. so much joy. We we love creating and dreaming and setting goals. Um, so all of that really kind of catapulted us forward. And, and it's been a huge learning curve because a mm. lot of what we do is technical now. Mm. And we are not those people. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> but we have become we them we somewhat. Have, we're like, we're like yeah. parting around our camera equipment all over island and filming <laughs> ourselves, uploading and, yeah. uh, you know, we're doing a lot now um so definitely some huge learning curves and some some forks in the road that have come up with kin because it's something challenging and new but to to start with like words on paper and then see it transpire into like a real thing is quite an authentic cool. expression too right mm -hmm. yeah not that what real... was yeah not that what was what you were putting out in the world wasn't authentic before but there's like you said there's been this refinement of your gifts and and how you're wanting to share your passion and gifts with the world so yeah and there is a real desire to continue to share um in in all of the ways that we practice wellness right so everything we're sharing is just coming from our perspective from our from what we've lived and so that feels solid that feels authentic for us mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's also just, it's fun. Like it's enjoyable, this work yeah. that we're doing. And yeah. I do think the way that we teach, it's sort of like, um, it's all of our, all of our favorite experiences in mm -hmm. a yoga class or, you know, with a certain teacher or whatever, there's a certain way that they offer information that we appreciate. And it's like when, the information is given, but it's not forced, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. this is wisdom. It's not like it's mine, you know, yeah. and it's not like you have to do this, but yeah. let me share this and you take what you need. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're all on our own healing journeys. Right. And I know that that's how it works for myself and my practice. And it always, 
like it actually, I find it humorous now. I've gotten to the point where I find this humorous where I'll have just gone through something and I'll have researched it for myself in my own journey. And then someone will walk through my door and <laughs> like a patient and they'll be like, I have this problem. Be like, oh my God, here you go. I've just like, <laughs> I've just gone through it. And then now I can help you. And so what I hear you saying is, you know, as you grow and learn in your own journeys with your health and well-being, and then you're bringing all of that knowledge to the table, sharing it, and uh, it's shaped your business. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely said. <laughs> so, so tell us, what does it mean to know your nature? Oh, so much. Hey. So much. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's about getting to your most authentic self, really. And sort of scuffing off the, the layers that we, that we build up, build up over time <laughs> because of life. Yeah. And, through conditioning and how we're told we have to be. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it is, you know, understanding that we are all unique and we all have unique physical bodies that have unique physical needs. We have you know, unique minds and unique personalities. Every part of us is, uh, is just us. And we've all kind of grown up in this world where, you know, we're meant to think that everything is the same or we're all, you know, if you do this, you'll look like this. Or if, mm. you know, if you, if you right. do and this, it work then, that way. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work that way. You know, the, the, the world of medicine makes you think that, school makes you think that, like, um, and know your nature is really, uh, it's a journey. It's not like, okay, I know my nature, check. <laughs> I'm yeah. good to go. It's, um, it's an ever evolving process. So, you know, we, Lindsay and I are both still getting to know our nature and it's going to continue to change as we do. Um, and as we age and as we come up against different life challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's a journey us. of self-discovery. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is exciting because there's so much to learn. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many rabbit holes to go down. It's really incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and so the like knowing your nature, like this journey of self-discovery, you guys are leading people through that through what ways? Like how are you facilitating yeah, that yeah. journey for them? So the main pillars of kin are movement, nutrition, and this other piece we call discovery. Mm -hmm. Discovery is like holistic lifestyle hacks. Yeah, like ho holistic living. Holistic um, living. Yeah, just uh, wisdoms, I suppose, that we've come across and we figure out how to share them in a class form. Movement encompasses, you know, exercise, yoga, uh, different styles of movement, different time frames of movement uh, in hopes to really offer something to everyone and mm. kind of and within movement we have a unique class called mind flow mm. which is a combination of meditation a, a meditation a movement and a breath work depending okay. on what the focus is and there's always a focus on healing something or overcoming an emotional experience or so it might be um, mind flow for heartbreak or oh, mind flow for grief. Yeah, it's a really cool class. And, and within movement is mindfulness uh, as well, right? So we're offering um, lots of different guided meditations and breathwork practices, just little skills and tools to 
add to your tool belt to just help you out in this world. <laughs> yeah. Good. Help you get um, into your body. Right. Cause I feel like this notion of embodiment, um, is so important because how many of us like live in our heads most days, right? Like we don't actually get into our bodies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so discovering like this journey of self-discovery through learning, you know, what resonates with your body, like with food and how to nourish yourself to properly mm-hmm. nourish yourself. Right. And like truly nourish yourself. And then also how to be in your body and discover more about yourself through movement. What feels good? What does your yes. body need? all of that. Exactly. And we're really offering up like this buffet of different classes and different styles so that you can curate your own path to wellness, right? It's like just, I love it. Exactly. The thing that we do in all of our workshops and our different schoolings and teachings is finding the things that resonate. So it's, that is what we want others to do as well. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's like my passion in life is helping people to reconnect with that wisdom within so they can understand and discern what resonates, right. (laughs) To discern like, this is what I need to nourish me. Mm -hmm. Cause like you said, and just circling back to the whole like Hippocrates thing, like it was amazing. And it totally acted as like the backbone to your journey in many ways. Right. And you even circled back to it when, when your mom needed it through in her cancer journey. But as you pointed out, you know, I think, Yes, it may have been dogmatic in many ways, but there's so many things right now in the health and wellness industry in the health and wellness realm that can get dogmatic really quickly, whether it's like, you know, how many different diets, like, I don't even know. There's like ones every day and, or exercise regimens, like fast. If you want to find ideology and dogma, there's no shortage of it. And I, I feel like that really messes people up and, you know, and especially for those who love black and white, like, just tell me what to eat, just tell me what to do. And, um, but it's also giving away our power. We give away our power when we do that. Right. So finding our ways back to ourselves and looking inward and relying on our own inner wisdom and sovereignty, I feel like that's the way forward. So I love that you guys are offering those tools and ways for people to do that. I just love it. I love you both. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, before we wrap up here, I just want to ask you, this isn't an easy, quick question, but <laughs> um, you know that uh, with the Nest podcast, it's all about transformational journeys. And thank you for sharing yours with us. Um, I'm curious to know, how has listening to your soul led you to greater fulfillment, healing, and purpose? Because you know you've shared with us you, you kind of like, you came together at Hippocrates, you kind of had this like impression or this vision of like, we're going to work together and this is what we're going to do. And then, you know, life kind of took you apart. You went and learned different things and then brought you back together. Um, but yeah, how has listening to your soul, do you feel given you greater fulfillment, healing and purpose? I think um, for me, there's, um, there's always been no other option almost like Mm. I have to or I'll die (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that at times too (laughs) it's like it's it's like a fire within you and it's like there's just like what are you talking about this has to happen like (laughs) we're doing this yeah Yeah. And, and we do the things that we need in our lives too 
we've yeah. we've brought to life those those very things that we've needed to survive and to move through life's challenges keep ourselves lit you know too is yeah it's a big question isn't it it is a big question and i think in many ways you've already you know shared the answer which is you just kept you you know kept going back to what you're curious about you'd go back to what lit you up especially when you found yourselves kind of at that moment of you know, in like 2020, losing your mom and the business, like having to close the doors and all of these things. Yeah, I think it's easier for us to look back and see how well our intuition led us. Mm. Uh, Because every, the decisions we had to make in the moment were always really hard for us to make. And we, Mm. (laughs) we sort of, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I feel like we always gave space for decisions. It wasn't like there was an urgency there, but we didn't make a decision until Quickly. we knew it mm. was the right decision. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why there was always this like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then it was just like, yes. Whenever there the was right that decision. like resounding mm. yes, mm. then we then we know we can we can move forward. And because we work together so long now, there is there is a knowing between us about yeah about synchronicity that between the two yeah, synchronicity mm-hmm. and you it sounds like too that you're I don't know whether or not you're consciously aware of this but it sounds like you know what a yes feels like in your body versus a no mm-hmm. I talked about this with um you know my friend Haley and she was like you know when you when you cultivate mindfulness when you cultivate that awareness you begin to recognize what a yes and a no feels like in our bodies because our cells are intuitive like our bodies are intuitive yeah whole beings are intuitive and so when we can dial in and take our um, attention inward and you know start to pay attention to the um to the patterns and and such then we can really begin to be like no this is a hell no or Mm -hmm. yes this is a hell yes and or it doesn't even have to be a hell yes or a hell no it can be very subtle at times too but um, I think that's one of the main things that I heard you say throughout your story, um, you know, very subtly is that you always went back. You always came back to center and you were like, uh, where are we going next? Mm, yeah. This is what feels good. I think also, um, you know, all the shifts and pivots of our lives uh, personally and together, you know, we've come to realize that know your na- knowing your nature is the most important thing you can do like mm-hmm. and and using these tools like the like you said like learning how to to sit and be in your body mm-hmm. there's nothing that can give you more wisdom and more self-awareness yeah. than just doing that like yeah and and with that self-awareness so much is possible yeah you know your life opens up 100 percent what would you say to someone listening to this um, who, you know, doesn't really know how to begin to know their nature? What would be like the first steps that you would offer to them as advice? How can they begin to know their nature? Obviously visit your website and <laughs> see what you have available yeah, there. Yeah. But like, you know, just like off, off the cuff, like, what would you say? It's, like, it's really a, it's kind of fine tuning your, your listening skills. It's, mm-hmm. it's noticing patterns 
if you eat a certain food and you get a stomach ache, kind of take note of that and see if it happens again in, in a week. Start to get curious about how your body reacts to things, how your, how your emotional and mental reaction um, is in conversations and in different relationships. And yeah, it's what getting- feels good. It's cultivating yeah. awareness, right? And finding yeah. what feels like it's in alignment for you. And yeah, I, it is that. yeah, and a gentle curiosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To I like that, a gentle curiosity. Yeah. How often do you hear that <laughs> being promoted? A gentle curiosity versus like dive in there and figure it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like that, like a gentle curiosity and just, you About know, everything. Tuning in. Yeah. Tuning in. What feels good? I think, what yeah. Feels- I think I say gentle because. When you're looking at yourself, you're hardly ever gentle about it. Mm, yeah. You're always judging and sort of scolding yourself. I mean, if you if you don't know that, then just listen for a minute. I think mm, that's yeah. that is what yeah. most of us do, even yeah. if we don't know it. So it is just like, yeah, just go a little easier on yourself. You don't need to give yourself a hard time. You just notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. good. You create the space. Yeah. It all comes back to mindfulness in so many ways, right? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Ladies, if people would like to learn more about what you do and your services that you offer, where can they find you? Is it, I will definitely put links to things below in the show notes, but yeah, what do you have are, coming up? What can, what can people do to work with you? Well, you can find kind of everything that we do on our websites. So that's www.kin.co. Mm-hmm. You can find um, all of our social at Kinsight, K-Y-N-S-I-G-H-T. And then we've got uh, retreats coming up here in August and November in Turks and Caicos. So if you want an in-person experience, you can find out more by going to the website or you can email us, hello at kin.co. Yes, we've got a fun summer program coming up on our uh, Kin On Demand platform that is free. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, 14 day program. So um, it includes a meal guide and some really wonderful classes to get you feeling good inside and out and some of our foundational holistic health fundamentals as well. Love it. I will put all those links below in the show notes so that people can uh, connect with you on Instagram and, and find you your website and retreats and all that. Thank you so much to both of you for joining. Thank you, Mariska. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Wonderful questions. Thank you. I love chatting with people and hearing about their stories. So thank you so much for sharing yours with us. Thanks for listening to the Nest Podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at drmariskataylornd, as well as visit my website at drmariskataylor.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you again next time.